Hey, TJ, what are you doing with all these dictionaries? Well, Wesley, you know we've been talking about persecution. I wanted to make sure that I had the proper definition. So here we go. Persecution. Noun. Hostility and ill treatment, especially because of race or political religious beliefs. Synonyms include oppression, victimization, maltreatment, ill treatment, mistreatment, abuse, ill usage, discrimination, tyranny, also persistent annoyance or harassment. So true. You know, another good definition is where Jesus says in John 15, 18 through 20, if the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. If you are of the world, the world will love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is no greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. Man, that's great. You only had to use one book. Hey, can you help me clean these up? Nah. Making connections. Affecting the culture. Just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. And Wesley, today we are talking about persecution. Last week, we talked about persecution and the fact that it's not just something that happens in history or that something that just happened in history, but it's something that goes on today as well. We spoke with Tom Doyle, who is regional director of the Middle East for Central, uh, for the Middle East and for Asia uh, from E3 Partners. And we're going to be talking to him again today. We're going to talk to him in the next segment. But You know, Wesley, one of the things that has always struck me as fascinating are the stories of the people of Christians who responded to persecution throughout church history. Mm, Yeah. It's absolutely fascinating. And so today, that's where we're going to focus. We're going to focus on uh, on the gospel response to Christian persecution and also on the different kind of methods that uh, that Christians have re- have used to respond to persecution. And so to start off, I do want to share us just a bit of scripture and that, uh, you know, in Second Timothy 3, 12, Paul is being poured out, right? And he's, you know, uh, Second Timothy was either, was it the last book he wrote or it was one of the last, right? It was one of the last. Okay, one of the last books that he wrote. So he knew he was, you know, nearing the end of his life. Um, and he encouraged Timothy with this from Second Timothy 3, 12. Uh, it says that all who desire to live godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted while evil people and imposters will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But this is key. As for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed. So uh, to me, the first thing we have to look at in response to persecution is that we cannot be surprised. Yeah, absolutely. And you think about what Jesus says when he says that uh, in Matthew 5, I believe it's Matthew 5, verse 6, that blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. Mm -hmm. And so there's there's a reason why we're persecuted. There's a reason why... People are being persecuted, and if you're persecuted for righteousness' sake, you're persecuted in the name of Jesus, which is one of the reasons why Paul was arrested and then later on uh, killed because he was speaking and and healing people in the name of Jesus. That's why he was arrested. Yeah, absolutely. And if you look at the disciples, only one died, you know, semi peacefully, and that was mm. John who died in the, on the island of Patmos. All the others were brutally, brutally mm. executed. And that included, you know, whether some were beheaded, some were crucified upside down all these different things. So the life of a Christian is not necessarily going to be a life of peace. Right, exactly. And that's another reason why Scripture, uh, that's why the Bible gives us a bunch of ways to respond to persecution. Absolutely. And one of the ways we respond is through prayer. And I know that we have a ministry that we've partnered with in the past that we would like to highlight today because they are very specific in their prayers for Persecution Church. And 
Uh, we obviously believe in prayer, but the more specific and the more scripture the prayers we believe, the more effective it is. And that is, uh, is it, um, what's that? What's the website? It's 838. There? You can go to facebook.com slash the number eight, spell out 30, and then the number eight again. So it's 838. Uh, this is a ministry of Tom Doyle, who is going to be on the next segment. Uh, and basically what they do is they have connections within the Middle East, with Asia, really across the world. And when a story breaks about persecution, when they find out about persecution happening across the world, they post that as much information as they can. There's some information that, you know, they have to leave out due to security reasons. Uh, but they they send it out, they put it on Facebook, and you get to pray about it. Now, I'll tell you one thing that's really cool about Facebook that a lot of people don't know. You can actually go, once you've liked a page, if you go up to the top, you can. Uh, there's a little arrow there. If you'll pull down and you see, see all notifications or get notifications first, that's what I've done with 838. So that as soon as I log on, 838 is right there at the very top of my page. Mm. So before I get to scrolling down and getting mad about political news or getting, yeah. you know, anything like that, the first thing I see is 838. And then right below that, just because of how it did it, um, I'll see engage. So whichever has posted last, yeah, I'll see first. That's what you'll see. So um, it comes straight to your page. And that's one thing we need to, uh, for engagemagazine.net, you could do the same thing there and yep. it'll pull up. Yep, absolutely. And so let us encourage you, go to 838, uh, facebook.com slash eight, and then spell out 30 and the number eight. You get all the, the latest updates on on persecution. But Wesley, you know, one of the things we also have to talk about are the different levels of persecution. Mm-hmm. Because what we're talking about on 838 is really life-threatening persecution. But that's not to make light of persecution that happens here. And you've right. got some friends that have experienced persecution. Yeah, I have, and I've mentioned them on uh, on our program before. And I've in AFR and AFA, they have uh, come alongside them. We've we've eaten with them. We've we've talked to them and heard their story out. We've done a documentary on them, mm-hmm. and um, that's Aaron and Melissa Klein, and along with the the Baronel Stutzmans and those right. who have uh, been persecuted uh, by an individual. Uh, or by government, uh, and I would call that like a financial persecution. I don't know if that's exact. I don't know if that's the best phrase for it. <laughs> but they have been taking their money and their house and and their living. Yeah, because Barry Stutzman, especially she, uh, yeah. she did lose. They went after. They sued her. Mm-hmm. Um, the I think it was the State Department actually came after her and took her business and took, took her, her home mm-hmm. uh, and, and her livelihood. Right. Yeah. And you, and and we we that we because that's not physical. We, some, sometimes it's easy to be passive there, but then mm-hmm. I think about if all of my income and in one moment was gone, and your and, home, and my home, right. and I had a family to provide for. You know what kind of? But that goes to show you again that she was willing uh, to take a stance based off of uh, biblical principles and the reading of God's word, and he and she stood strong. And she just said, "Whatever happens, happens." That's those were her. I'm I'm paraphrasing her words, but she right. says, "So be it. If they take my house, if it means I please God." Yeah, well, so. and that's the thing. So what she's doing is she is just simply standing by her conviction, mm-hmm. and that's what it boils down to. And so, you know, one of the things that absolutely amazes me, James one uh, two through four says, "Count it all joy, brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness." We're seeing that both here in America with things like losing your business, mm-hmm. losing your home, but we're also seeing it like on the beach where 21 Coptic Christians were beheaded mm-hmm. by ISIS. Uh, they were steadfast. Some of the men that were that were killed uh, were actually singing worship songs up until the moment of their death. They were worshiping. You're listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. We're so grateful that you've tuned in today, and we hope that you continue to listen as we discuss persecution. We know it's a very... 
um, a tense topic, a very uh, and a sad topic, really, to know that um, people are being or Christians are being persecuted for their faith, for what they believe in, what they stand in. So, but hang in there. We want, we've already discussed. Uh, we're discussing how to respond. We've discussed that we need to pray. We've mentioned eight thirty-eight, uh, where they discuss. They give you uh, areas in which to pray for specifically. And now we also want to tra- uh, discussing on how to respond. Let's also talk. I, I want to be an encouragement to you to share with you that that Jesus tells us that He's with us all the way till the end. Right. And so even though we just discuss and uh, uh, some of the persecution, some of the lower levels that are taking place in America. Now, Tom Dole, remember, he, he'll he tell you when we've talked to him behind the mic that, hey, he thinks it's coming here. To here. Yep. And then he would allude to the Oregon shooting and such where they mm-hmm. lined them up. Um, but um, uh, so how to respond? That's what we're talking about right now. And I believe that we can, t- I believe that Paul tells us a great way to respond. And he says to take heart for these light and momentary afflictions are preparing for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes. Not on the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen, because inside our bodies are being renewed, even though our outer bodies are wasting away. And so you take that, and so now we can pray for the persecuted Mm -hmm. church. Now we can take heart that even if you're that person that's being persecuted, if you're in that situation of persecution, you can take heart knowing that Jesus Christ will be with you all the way to the end of the age. Yeah, absolutely. And that right there is what, especially our brothers and sisters in other countries who are facing extreme physical persecution, mm-hmm. uh, that's what they take heart in because they know they're not alone. They're not going through this alone. And I, you know, whenever I hear stories of persecution, I always go back um, to the Old Testament, uh, to the story of Joseph, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, uh, yeah, it was Joseph, right? He, Thrown in the the um, thrown in the well by his brothers, and it was Joseph. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, sorry. The coat of so, many colors. Remember, <laughs> this it. is elementary. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but so he, you know, is is thrown into this this well by his brothers. He's sold into slavery. Uh, he is, you know, all of these terrible things happen, and yet at the end of the story, he says, "What you intended for evil, God meant for good." Mm-hmm. And so when we when we stand in the face of this persecution of these different trials of these of these different difficulties we can look at the world and say what you have meant for evil what you have meant to end in my death God has used for his glory and to grow his kingdom and when we keep that perspective uh we realize that our suffering that the suffering of our brothers and sisters in Christ is part of a larger story and that's one of the things that I have found uh, that people take a lot of comfort in because they know that that the story is not going to end with them, mm-hmm. right? That there's something much bigger than themselves, that they're part of a, a much larger, a much broader narrative, and it is the narrative of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you think about uh, those, uh, those our friends, our brothers and sisters in Christ who are being persecuted and how it's their faith, uh, no matter what level it is, it's their faith and what they believe in it is mm-hmm. at far outweighs the consequences or the cost in which they're up against. Right. And that is what we wanted to focus on now heading toward our break is the fact that Jesus Christ is their central focus, and that should be our central focus. And I think that's the only way that we can, because uh, we, we don't want to pull a Peter, you know, and say right. we'll never do it, it'll never happen to us. Right. But I think instead of saying it'll never, that we'll never deny Christ, that will never happen, I think the best thing for us to say is, 
with the help of the Lord mm-hmm. and with the power of the Holy Spirit, as long as we're keeping him central in our life, we're keeping our eyes fixed on him, I think that's our best response to prepare for persecution. And, and that's the key. Happen. That is the key right there is the preparation for persecution in whatever form that it may take. You know what? It might be that we get laughed at. Maybe that's, you know, and it may seem so small, but, yeah. you know, especially for a junior high or high school person out there, uh, that's really terrifying that they could be laughed at and mocked hey. and excluded. And so we, if we prepare for that ahead of time, and here's what we do is we say, okay, God, I don't fully know how I'm going to respond in the heat of that moment. I might be like Peter and try to take out a sword and cut somebody's ear right. off. Or, but, but what I want to do is I want to respond in a way that honors and glorifies you, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. If that means standing up for somebody, a brother or sister in Christ that I see you know, being persecuted. And his word. Whatever, yeah, because his word, on his word. Yeah, his word uh, tells us how to respond. It tells us what to do. And we need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit when it comes to these matters. Absolutely. And we encourage you, please dig into the word. Prepare for those moments of persecution. And uh, go to 838, facebook.com slash 838. Check out what persecution is happening across the world. Stay tuned as we continue to share truth and apply scripture on Engage Magazine on American Family Radio.